1: host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Alright, welcome
2: to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House. Well, boys, it is officially football season. LSU-Wisconsin, 2.30 Saturday. If you're not going to Lambo, you ought to go to the Pelican House. 136 draft beers, 54 TV, a menu that's awesome. They have late night uh, menu if you want to stay, stay there all day and just eat and drink and watch football into the night. You can do that. Um, the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. They're awesome. They support us, so you should support them. Um, all right, uh, I don't know where to begin. The Saints have so much news, but I'm going to start here, Andrew. The Saints got pounded by the Steelers, uh, twenty-seven to fourteen. And here's what. The yeah, Sa- here's, I, I
3: was there. Sadly, here,
2: here's what the Saints have reduced us to, Andrew. I feel like we are the person at the Best Buy where they have the bo- They have the table with the open boxes. And you're mm-hmm. like, I need an iPad. Well, it's got a cracked screen, but it's only eighty bucks. I feel like that's what the Saints have reduced us to for offensive linemen. We were salivating when we we're like, oh, the the Patriots they cut they, they're going to cut Brian Stork. We can get him. And then today they were like uh, another guy, the Jeff Schwartz, Jeff Schwartz from the yeah. Lions. We're like, oh, man, the Lions. Even though they just traded for a guard and they cut Jeff Schwartz, does he does he have two working legs? That could work out good. Like I feel like. Or the guy at the Best Buy that's, like, buying the phone with the cracked screen?
3: Yeah, that's a good <laughs> analogy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the thing is, so, you know, in this in this analogy, if you have a phone with a cracked screen, right? Like, currently, you might view Tim Lolito as a cracked screen, but water's already gotten through it. So, you know, it's like it's like a, where like where you buy a cracked screen, but you're like, well, if, you know, if I don't take it outside and I make sure I look at the forecast and make sure that if I ever step outside the house, that there's never going to be any rain and I never keep it near beverages or anything so that I don't get any, you know, uh, water in it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of like that. I mean, I, I think, look, that there's no one the Saints are going to find at this point. And, you know, prime example, they signed Khalif Barnes who started one game last year 33 years old and he's 34 now. Um, that's who they've picked up to kind of be in the mix and potentially the mix. make the roster. So you, the roster? you know no, no one's no one's gonna fix this offensive line at this point that they find or uncover. Um, I it's all about finding guys that can be serviceable. Decent, and serviceable. That, hey, that's, a, not, that's a wide that's range. That's not impossible. That's now, a wide I mean, range, I, though.
2: Like, what? What's your? What's you? When you say serviceable, like, what is your? What is your? Well, I mean, I just want to point out, like, you realistic. know, a lot of
3: people are, a lot of people are, like, you know, if it's, how's it going to work for the Saints if it's another team's trash? But I'd like to point out that Raphael Bush, yeah, um, and more recently Obum Guachem are examples of guys. That the Saints picked up off other rosters at final cuts that made the team and ended, ended up being rotational guys, decent players. And I, when I say Rafael Bush and Obum Guachim are those amazing players, no. Uh, but if you can get an offensive lineman that's in that vein, he's probably starting at guard for the Saints. They got
2: Scott Shanley for a seventh round pick, man, and he worked out good. I know people. Yeah. rip I know people rip on him, but for a lot of years he was a he was a replacement level starter yeah you know um Dave the Saints defense got torched by the Steelers I think Antonio Brown just scored again um, how how much should we look at the Steelers game and f- and just disregard all the positive stuff that we saw during training camp up to that point
4: Oh, man. I mean, you know, in the preseason, I, I would like to think that the Saints aren't aren't playing all of their cards when it comes to um, defense and schemes and that kind of stuff. But at the yeah, same gu- time. Yeah,
3: get, guess what, Dave? Neither were the Steelers.
4: <laughs> no, Three exactly. Three
3: quarterback hits
4: the whole game. Exactly. Um, you know, it, it, the pass rush just does not seem to have oh. improved at all. Uh, I mean, I, I wrote earlier. I, I, I think. Yeah. Okay. I, Keep going. I, I think. I think the secondary has improved a, a little bit, and I I feel like they looked a little bit better than than they've normally look. Um, I feel like they were in position to to make some plays, but um, but I it's they get no help from 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 the defense. Um,
3: Yes. I mean, I want to. I want to make two comments on that real quick. So, first of all, let's not minimize the impact. I mean, we weren't sure this pass rush was good with Kikaha and Rankins. Yeah, those are two pretty major parts of yeah. this defense, mm-hmm. and they're gone. And and the Saints mm-hmm. don't have them right now. You know, hopefully Rankins comes back, but you know, th- that hurts. Number one. Yeah. Number two, I'm not sure how much I want to wait. The first half against the Steelers to the overall projection of the Saints because, and Dave, you'll agree with this. I mean, the dome, like it, it was just missing the energy and and ambiance of a regular yeah, season I mean, game. Like right. it's those games are just lame. So there wasn't the intensity. And number two, we are talking about the number one offense in the NFL. Yeah, let's be. So I mean, it, I, I expect that they embarrass a lot. of people it's not just the saints they embarrassed well they're here, number one for a reason
2: and here's the thing you know people forget you know denver won the super bowl and they deserve it they're the champion but man pittsburgh was a fumble by some french guy away from going into denver and winning that game so i mean not that pittsburgh was the best team and they didn't they didn't, they didn't win obviously but they they're a real they are an elite team yeah. all around and I, mean, I mean well, I yet. would
3: point out like if if you were to take the Broncos and Panthers Super Bowl and instead of it being the Super Bowl you were to put that in week three of the preseason and and, and the exact same game happened I think Panthers last year would have been watching that in week three and saying, Oh, my God, Cam Newton is an NFL quality. Cam Newton was awful last week, by the way. But you you can excuse it.
1: But here's... here's There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. You need indeed.
2: The thing, and I said this in my Channel Four column, Andrew is—you know—we talk about the offensive line in the sense of uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is going to die, but it's not just about that. Like, it's not just about will Drew Brees get hurt. They have to have an offensive line to function as offense. They have to be able to run the ball. They have to be able to block. They have to be able to protect them. And this yeah. offensive line is as bad as it's ever been against uh, under Sean Payton. So I don't know. I'm. Feeling not as confident that they can just scheme it and card trick it like they always have, and be, be a top ten offense. I'm,
3: I'm well. I'm well, worried. For, first things first. First things first. You know, I, I've heard this Armstead injury is not serious. I don't know what that means. I don't know if yeah, that means that? he. He. I don't know if that means he plays week one compromised and sucks, or you know, who knows what that means. He only had to get a but quarter of th-
2: goat blood in Venezuela.
3: Right, right. But but this offense with without him at, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not even say 100%, but this offense without him at 85% or more it doesn't work. Like, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen this year if Teron Armstead, like, I'm already concerned about this offensive line with him healthy. Um, so I, I think you can pretty much right off the season – I feel that strongly about it. Like I, I feel like you, you talk about players that this team can least afford mm-hmm. to be without. I put Teron Armstead at the top of the list, and it has to do partially with the offensive line being terrible and him being really good. So you know those two combined, but also there's no one to replace him with. They have no one they can put at left tackle yeah. if he's gone, and Breeze will get hurt. Breeze, the Breeze injury will follow in short order after Armstead's um So you know, to me, like that, that that's where the conversation. You, this conversation isn't doesn't even need to be had if he's not healthy because it, mm-hmm. it's down the tubes. Assuming he's healthy, then that that's where you know you start to look at the other four positions. You know, you feel pretty good about Unger at center, um, but it's it's still pretty weak, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, and that was one thing last year when they played Atlanta the last game, and they were like they announced, you know, Armstead wasn't playing. I was like, oh boy. You know, you felt like it was going to be a disaster. It worked out okay. Um, Dave, do you feel like they're going to do something on the offensive before we get to the fun, the fun trades and, and signings that they made? Do you feel like they're going to do something before Oakland? Do you feel like they're going to make a move on the offensive line, a, tra- a trade, not just claim other teams' cuts?
4: Uh, cer- certainly, if as Andrew alluded to Armstead's injuries. Uh, anything of significance, but um, I, yeah, I definitely think they could pull the trigger. Ronald Leary is still out there. I, I would really, I'm, I'm really hoping and praying, actually, that they've sort of got a right of first refusal offer in with Dallas already. In other words, telling them, hey, look, we're interested, we're ready to give this. Uh, we're, you know, we're ready to talk to you about um, but we're ready to pull the trigger yet. If anybody else comes to talk to you, please let us know. Um, so we
0: yeah. Are, are, yeah. We, convi-
4: I'm, I'm are that, we convinced? Are we convinced Leary's hoping. better?
3: Are we convinced Leary's better <laughs> than Lolito?
4: I am. I, yes. 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 I am convinced that uh, absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. Okay. He, hey. I mean, he, he was. He was starting for the Cowboys' offensive line, and they have very good uh, offensive line.
2: Hell, you. If 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 people don't hear this. Let it be known that it's this is on all, you. It's on you because you the called in. The blood is
4: on
3: your hands. Your blood
2: is on your hands because you called in fifteen minutes too goddamn late. We'll see call how. Can... in? You're supposed to call me. I called you. You didn't answer. What you do you want? You called me, me to... on
0: Skype and I never got the call.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's nine big, o'clock, big man. Big surprise it's there. Nine it's nine o'clock every Monday. It's not o'clock every Monday. So we were. I talk... like how
0: I'm punch as pilot, but it's Skype. But Skypes the the. the... Skype's the problem.
2: Skype's a cruel mistress, man. Um, So we were talking about the offensive line. Uh, We've had so much technical issues on the back end. I don't even know what we were talking about. Uh, We were talking about the offensive line, Um, and Dave. And if they were gonna, do you you think they'll make a trade? I think that's where we were.
4: Uh, Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I do think that's possible. And to be honest with you, I hope that they've already got something. Going with Dallas, and they've got, uh, you know, you know, they're ready to pull the trigger at any given moment. But um, I don't you're know; not, they already gave you're up not their. Leary
3: of that deal. <laughs>
4: no, dad joke, dad joke. Um, but uh, and I and I do think that Leary is an instantaneous starter uh, uh, on this team. Now, the thing is, is today they already gave up their seventh-round draft pick to get um, to get that defensive end from Miami. So, uh, you know, if they're going to give anything else up, it's going to have to be something more valuable than the seventh-round pick.
2: So, um, do you think, Andrew, that
3: uh... –
2: What's what's well? Real- they, already,
3: they already gave up the seventh round pick, by the way.
2: Well what
4: conditionally.
2: Re- what is
4: we gave it up, yes, today for the, the defensive end. Yeah. What
2: is
3: realistic
2: for this offensive like what's the realistic goal, Andrew, for this offensive line to be during the year in your opinion?
3: Well, more than two point seven yards per carry would be <laughs> a good place to start. Um I mean, no, I, I think, uh, listen, the, the offensive line that we saw last year was pretty pretty awful. Pretty I awful.
0: Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty bad.
3: Pretty bad. Um, pretty, it was bad pretty enough bad. that it cost Breeze a start uh, because he did get injured twice. Twice. I mean, he had the shoulder thing, which he somehow missed only one game from. And mm-hmm. then uh, I feel like he didn't he get injured again and he played yeah, through yeah, he it like ankle see, or ankle or something.
2: Plantar fenceitis.
3: Yeah, play, yeah, there you go. So, you know, I hope that, um, I mean, obviously, mission number one is getting Breeze through a 16-game season. And as long as that happens, you know, you can have patchy, mediocre play, and I'm kind of okay with it. This offense has enough playmakers and a good enough quarterback that as long as Breeze isn't going down with an injury, um, we can probably, the Saints can probably survive patchy play on the offensive line and, and be in, in the mix for the playoffs just have, they just can't get they just can't get him hurt
2: they'll just have a they're gonna ha- they're gonna have more weeks like they had against the texans last year i think Andrew, yeah where they just get but i them.
3: mean but i'll say it again like for me the main thing is tron armstead can't go down like the whole <laughs> thing goes to shit if he's injured and that's not a good thing because he doesn't have very good injury
4: history
2: so kevin you've joined us and the main reason we have you on this podcast is because
4: you... I hadn't even noticed.
2: Yeah, because yeah, you,
0: because, n-
4: me neither.
3: Because
0: oh, you, oh because, I noticed when because, it stopped working.
2: Because you, you, uh, you break down the film, and the Saints, of course, have traded for... Yep. for am a regular
0: Ron Jaworski. You, they
2: traded for John McCain, U.S. Senator from Arizona, <laughs> with the Dolphins. Uh, so give me your tape breakdown, his speed to power... Power to speed, how he gets off the edge. Give me your breakdown on that.
0: It seriously is is power to speed really a, a, a thing?
2: It is, or speed to Jesus. power.
0: I didn't even know that was really a thing. I have never is. heard that term used before in my life. I may
2: have made it up. It's a real. I'm thing.
0: pretty sure Ralph just made that up. <laughs> oh, okay. I, th-
2: I think I got it backwards.
4: Make sure you use. Make sure you use terms like high upside and uh, high motor motor yeah 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 yeah. yeah. He,
0: he's, a, he's he's a oh, good and, and motor tangibles.
4: big motor intangibles. guy don't forget about big his intangibles
0: guy. not sure about the tangibles but the intangibles oh <laughs> high ceiling on the intangibles <laughs> tremendous motor on the intangibles <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and if I may and if I may dig into my nba side tremendous wingspan
2: tremendous <laughs> Um, Andrew, what does it say? The cat say? agrees with me. <laughs> Andrew, what does it say about that? Their... do don't,
0: don't
3: forget that he's a little bit of a tweener. That's the, a tweener. the concern. He's a bit of a tweener. <laughs>
2: Andrew, oh, oh. Andrew, Paul Kruger got released from the Browns today.
3: Here we go. And Kruger.
2: Kruger. And the Saints went really Kruger. hard. Kruger. The Saints went really hard for him in 2013. <laughs> they did. I like the sad hard. one about it went hard for Kruger. Uh, any chance the Saints kick, <laughs> kick the tires on him? And, and...
3: any chance they go down the Elm Street and see yeah. if he's yeah? Um, I would. <laughs> that's two dad jokes today. Um, I would say Kruger is going to be too costly. I think for the Saints. I mean, he's a guy that was making yeah. what twelve million this year, something ridiculous. Perhaps. I don't. I don't think he's going to demand much. But I mean, I could see him being like, "All right, I'll." Go somewhere for one year, two million, and I'm not sure the Saints can even afford that. Um, I mean, after cutting Keenan Lewis the dead money they got from that, now, I mean, the cap is, is that they can only sign guys to minimum deals pretty much, oh, so yeah. I don't that that would be the prohibitive thing,
4: I think. Well, I Great, we've added more dead money. That's what we needed <laughs> is more dead he, money.
3: He's he hadn't been good the last
2: two years. I don't know that he's gonna get no. any other kind of deal, though. We'll see, though. Um, yeah,
4: I mean, he
3: was so mad about his release. That, that to me, just doesn't sound like a guy that, that's going to accept a minimum deal. But I guess we'll see. I mean, the market dictates it more than anything else. So,
2: Kevin, yep. who's more likely to collect a paycheck from the Saints this year? Keenan Lewis or Grayson, the third-string quarterback?
0: <sighs> um, Grayson, the third-string quarterback. Barely. Barely.
3: God. That was... he?
0: Let's go around the horn real quick. Does he
3: make the fifty-three man roster this year? No. No.
0: no. Kevin. I like how Dave was the first one to say something. <laughs> no. Do you guys,
3: do you guys think the the next preseason game has a huge bearing on that, or do you yes. think it, the
0: writing's already on the wall? I think. I think
2: mm. if he plays poorly, I don't even think he'll make the practice squad.
0: If he I, plays poorly, he's going to be in the locker room getting dressed when the bus leaves. <laughs> uh, um,
3: I don't so, think the bus drives to the Superdome.
2: The only thing that's really no. good. Yeah, that's right. They Look, drive Andrew, themselves. Andrew, what gets dis- what's getting decided this last preseason game?
0: Fine, Sean Payton's remote cutting his brake line. Well, <laughs> actually, I, I don't <laughs> know about. He's tires <laughs> in the Superdome park. I, I don't know about.
4: I don't know about preseason games, but they actually they do. They stay in a hotel the night before. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I would say
3: there's a lot on the line, a lot. I, I think probably most notable is I still think two starting spots on the offensive line are up for grabs. I think Armstead, Unger, and Streif, I think we can all agree those guys are starters. Um, I'm not sure Andres Pete is going to start week one. I mean, I, I think Sean Payton has every intent to start the guy, but he's great to coach. You know, he's
2: great to coach. Yeah,
3: he he he's alluded to the fact that he's moving him to left guard now, which is just utterly ridiculous. He <laughs> said. He said <laughs> it. He said they it after the game that he tried him wasn't on a... every place on the <laughs> offensive line, trying to find somewhere where he can't be a disaster he, train didn't wreck. Did he
2: say to Lions Ly- McKelvin, asked him that, and he's like, "No, we drafted him to play on the right side."
3: Yeah. Well, he's he's changing his tune he's now. He, he doesn't play well enough on the right, so they want him uh... on the left. So, and and by the way, I find that really comical because his reps at left tackle were some of the, they were reminiscent of Charles Brown, but yeah, so I'm not sure Pete, like if he has a, so, so apparently now left guard, you know, I'll humor Sean Payton for a second. Let's say, okay, left guard was really the spot he was meant to be in all along. If he's a disaster there in this game, I don't see how you can justify starting Pete in week one except for the fact that his competition is Tim Molito and Senio Calamete. So, like, for me, like, two of those three guys are going to be the starters. I have no idea which, and I have no idea what side they're
4: playing on.
2: Well, what? I mean, uh, I
4: don't know. And, and Zach Streif is, like, I, I feel like Zach Streif is mentally checked out. I mean, he's just... <laughs> Why do I, you? Yeah, know, and, and he and he's the, he's, one he's one of the
3: guys he's... I'm saying is an unquestioned starter. That's oh, where we are Lord. with this line.
4: <sighs> Lord, I mean, I just think Streif Sh- is older. He's gotten married now. I think
0: Dave.
2: Did we lose
4: Dave? I I think did he's we lose already Dave? For... Yeah, we did. You lost. Are...
2: Da- yeah, we did. Me? Right, right. Dave still. A perfect what? pitch is a perfect game whenever he's going to say something really interesting he drops out
4: yeah. well i'm just I, I just you know i i i just think thatreef is he's he's ready to move on to chapter two of his uh, of his life and i i i think he's I as don't far think as nah, yeah I, I, do. I do i don't think and, so i uh, just think
2: he's old and he wasn't peop- he wasn't really good against speed he was he's not good against speed rushers, so he looked terrible against the Texans and I'm not he's basing old.
4: this on... I'm not... Uh, yes, he's old, and I think that he's... He's playing with the realization in the back of his mind that it's going to come to an end soon, and he needs to be... And he needs to be thinking about the next phase of his life. He's, you know... He, 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 may, he may not do things to risk injury that he might have done earlier in his career or, you know, some situation like that, but I collecting a check at this point
3: so um i mean i'm i'm gonna argue that i mean i I think there's merit to that i'm gonna argue that streif is one of the few types of players that would walk away before he ever got to that point i think he's fully committed I, i think if like from a character standpoint he's just the ultimate team guy and if his heart wasn't in it he would step away sooner um, so, anyway, that that's my opinion on him. But I, I just think so. You asked the original question: Was what's up for grabs? I think there's tons. I think you know the cornerback mix isn't figured out. I mean, I guess PJ Williams is the starter, but uh, I'm not certain that's the case. And then I don't know if Damian Swan and Cortland Finnegan make this team. You know, I, Devontae Harrison, Ken Crawley look like they're the nickel and dime guys, and that they're going to play a significant role week one. Um, but like literally, Ken Crawley could be the starter, week oh one, or, or he could be cut. Like that—that's how <laughs> much this, how much of a variance there is at corner. You know, at I don't receiver, know about cuts. At, at receiver, we don't really know. I mean, to, I think Tommy Lee Lewis is in. We have no idea what's going to happen to Coleman. He, he's maybe out. <laughs> Andrew, that's um, like saying
2: that's like saying this podcast could be syndicated on ESPN. Or it might not be (laughs) recording. Right, that's like like a. The latter, much
3: more likely. (laughs) Um, Kicker, kicker is wide open. It better be Barth Um, because man, I
2: paid two dollars for him in auction.
3: Yeah, so you know, there's that Um,
4: Barth because you did that.
3: And then there's a couple new guys, Kalif Barnes and uh, McCain. They have to prove that they're worthy of a 53-man roster spot on a really short time. Yeah, tournament. they
2: could cut McCain and not have to give up a seventh-round pick.
3: Um,
4: right.
2: Before
3: we get to
4: the Twitter McClane. questions, be- Kevin. Before Shoot we get the to the glass.
2: Before we get to the Twitter question, the Twitter question, which we have a ton, and we'll recap the Saints Happy Hour Auction Draft. It got stupid. Um,
0: that's stupid fast.
2: It did. It did. Um, Colin Kaepernick is not standing for the national anthem. That's all over everywhere today. But Drew Brees weighed in and said he disagreed with it. Um,
0: Thanks, Drew. Appreciate
2: it. Now wait a minute. In, he,
0: wait, you're not
4: you're not quoting me into what his entire things. He he agrees with why he's doing it. He doesn't agree with how he's doing it.
2: Well, How else is he supposed to do it, Dave? Like, what is he supposed? Like, he wants to get he wants to get people talking about uh things that you know police violence and thing and 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 and, and things that uh black people are really concerned about how's he gonna do it if he doesn't stand for the national if I mean like what else is he gonna do like he's about to he's about to get cut <laughs> from Sa- he's about to get cut from San Francisco like no one because no one's gonna care like he's he's doing this to get they're gonna
4: are they all right first of all there's got to be a million and one other ways that he can get his message across. You I know, mean, he honestly just say something in a tweet, and then it's out there. Like,
3: how difficult not is that? Like yeah, that. but I would argue. Or, well, or, uh, yeah, or. I'm not sure that I I agree with Kaepernick. But like what you just mentioned, Dave, and and the hundred other things that anyone would suggest. I mean, case in point, no, none of us care about Colin Kaepernick. We we rarely, if ever, talk about him on this podcast. But we're doing it right now.
0: Yeah.
3: And so he, it worked.
0: Yeah. Well, and we were going to talk, and we were going to bring it up whether or not uh, Drew weighed in. Yeah. But,
4: but okay. But but you want? But let, wait, wait. Let me. Well, I'm going to end this right here and right now, because after <laughs> what I say, after, after as soon Uh-oh. as you hear what I'm about to say, you, there's not going to be anything left to say.
0: That, drop the Myers, scares, yeah. kids. And, Dad's drop the the <laughs> yeah. and,
4: and and that's the fact that he failed because we're talking about him and we are not talking one iota about why he did it which was about police brutality and and race and all that kind of stuff. We're not even discussing that. We're talking about the man himself. So he's failed. Because he, his well, whole point his whole point was was to bring attention to police brutality and all that other stuff and all he has done is bring attention to himself and we are not discussing the greater matter
0: here. Um they, I mean I mean we just did. I mean like Juge, we like just Ralph brought what? it up. Well, well like well like Ralph just said, I mean we're talking about Nick green- and how he's a, he's a douchebag or whether he's a douchebag or whether he's got a point.
4: We're not we're, none of this we're not we're not having a meaningful right. meaningful right. conversation yeah, but, about yeah, how yeah, police treat black people in America. Yeah,
2: but other people are. I mean, right. Right. you know. Yeah.
0: Right, but right, but right. I haven't but, heard that. But, I only the listen to sports league. why we're ta- The reason why we're talking about the shitty reaction is because of the shitty reaction. Yeah, like, like that's why we're talking about it. If if, if only... like like asshole, you know assholes who, who have been dropping the n bomb on 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 Kaepernick on Twitter and elsewhere. Like that's why we're talking about it. Is 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 is, is everybody getting their panties in a bunch and their monocles falling out of their head because somebody finally noticed he was sitting on the bench in the third game of the preseason? During the national anthem. Yeah, it and took then, three weeks then, to figure it out. Somebody went up and asked him. And then and then he finally said something, and then it became a big deal. And then he had like a 20-minute press conference where he answered questions about it, which I thought was good on him to do. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and 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 like he basically just said, Look, I'm just not gonna stand. Uh, it, it's he's not rushing out to the middle of the 50 yard line or anything like that. He's just sitting on the bench. And yeah, it's noticeable. Uh, And and it's like people, the people that I see complaining on Twitter, it's he's he's getting a hundred million dollars to play a game. And well, if he was a regular person protesting the argument, if and I've seen that because of the proximity to where I live in Ferguson, it's why don't these people get a job? Don't they have to work? Well, he, so this guy's got a job. Well, that
3: that that's the dumbest argument ever. I mean, I I, I, no, I, I actually I, I actually I, disagree I, with him. Like, I I am not a huge fan of what he's doing. I recognize that it, it's gotten the desired effect in a lot of ways. So, like, right. I think his mission's accomplished, and I, I do think his heart is in the right place. But like, for me, like, I just think it's it's kind of. It's a little ironic and disrespectful that he's, like, taking advantage of his liberty to shit on the liberties that he's being given. Yeah, um, right, but, but that's
0: the whole point. I That, I know, I mean, that, I that yeah. is the whole point. Well, here's the, thing yeah.
2: that, here's the thing that interests me is, you know, like, we talk about athletes when they say, you know, a lot of times, like, they'll say something, but they don't put anything at risk. So that's why I don't necessarily re- – certain athletes, when they do something, I don't respect them. I respect this because he's putting a lot at risk. He is probably not going to make the 49er team. And this doesn't really help him. So, like, no. he, like he's putting like, him besides He's putting a lot of,
3: he's. Well, he's just got a huge contract, and if they're going to go with Gabbard, oh, right. he, I don't know like, if they want. He had him surgery lost. He lost weight. Yeah. And can't
2: put it back on. He doesn't look good. He's put a lot at risk. Risk. I mean, he's doing this when the easy thing to do would be do nothing and say, "I got to make the forty nines, I got to make the team." But he's still doing this. I think. I think if it's close. This whole nonsense, because coaches hate this. I think this puts him over the edge of getting cut. So he's actually putting yeah. a lot. Putting oh a, shit! Put,
0: I can't. I, you cut out there.
2: I think he's putting a lot at risk, Kevin. Because yeah, you know. So I can at least I can at least respect that. Um, I guess the, the I guess my final question, and you can go around the horn real quick. And Andrew, I'll start with you. Do you think that if it's close, that this mm-hmm. will have an effect on him getting cut?
3: Yeah, in the NFL, absolutely. I mean, I, I think you look at the reality with Tim Tebow and Michael Sam, and you just go up and down the list. Like, coaches don't want to deal with social issues. Mm-hmm. That That's not, like, their job is to they keep distractions away from their that. football team. They want distractions out of their locker room. It's so hard to focus on the game plan, to get everyone on the same page, to have team unity, to have everyone buy in, all this stuff, like, Coaches want zero distractions. They want their guys focused. And taking a stand on social issues, which gets all this media attention, is a coach's nightmare, <laughs> for better or for worse. They
2: hate it. They do.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, all right, we have a ton of Twitter questions, and I want to get them. Kevin, can you give me a 30-second recap of the gloriousness of the auction draft that we had yesterday that got out of hand really fast? <laughs> And it started with yeah, me. Money, it, it, uh, and it started with me paying fifteen dollars for Tyrod Taylor.
0: <laughs> yeah, was that was your first it. pick. Yeah, no, no. Well, that uh, was my first that pick. Was one of auction picks. Yeah, my well, first. But
4: why, why, why did you feel the need that you had to overpay for Tyrod Taylor?
2: Because,
0: because he's Ralph. Because I don't cause, question. Because I wanted, decisions.
2: I wanted to do something different and crazy at quarterback, and I figured if I wanted to pay ten dollars for him, I figured fifteen dollars. It's only five dollars difference, and the money I save by not paying a quarterback, I could spend other places.
3: See, this is the kind of logic that <laughs> ends up putting Ralph in last place <laughs> in his fantasy league every oh, single it
2: year. It is true. It is true. I do not deny it.
4: I took I took Cam Newton in the second round on my draft. I don't know how I feel about that. Kevin, uh, I know how I feel so about Kevin, that. So Kevin,
0: what tell tell the people what else <laughs> happened in the fantasy draft? Yeah, let me see if I can find this day our our, our draft. Like that's the the problem is I don't think.
4: Uh, yes, that is the problem. You don't think.
2: Willie Sneed went oh. for like twelve bucks, which was kind of crazy. Um, oh, I- here we
3: go. Draft. Draft results. I had a draft okay. tonight. I got. I had it. a draft tonight. I got Michael Thomas in the thirteenth round. I was. A, I was the only Saints fan. <laughs> I got That's Michael wild. Thomas in the
0: thirteenth round.
2: He went for eleven dollars in our draft. Kevin,
0: here we, we can- go. God, what a ripoff! Here we go. Jesus. The first. Our first pick. Was Antonio Brown? He went for sixty-four dollars.
4: How much do you get? Mike, to, how much does these people start with? Two hundred
0: dollars. Everybody starts off with two hundred dollars. Uh, Julio, Julio. Well, no, that was about what Julio was supposed to go for. Michael Thomas went for eleven. Uh, Gronkowski went for forty-four. Tyrod Taylor went for sixteen. 16. Not fifteen, Ralph. <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> Keenan Allen went for thirty-one bucks. <laughs> Let's see what else. Somebody got Drew Brees for t- at twenty five. Yeah, that's cheap. Somebody paid thirty bucks for Mark Ingram.
4: So sixteen isn't so bad for Tyron. You, 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 know, why like went, you, knows, you know why Brees went. You know
0: you know why Breeze went for twenty five. Yeah,
3: because he's going to get murdered. Because it, it's all Saints gotta... fans, and they know exactly how many games he's going to play. <laughs> yeah, not many.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Hang on, I'm getting down there. I'm getting down there. Let me let me look at the rest of Ralph's. Ralph paid thirty five. No, that Ralph, that's not Ralph. Ralph's thirty eight dollar Tate. Uh. Ralph paid 34 bucks for Jamal, I'll be injured by week five, Charles.
2: And I handcuffed Spencer Ware for eight dollars.
0: Uh the first, hang on. I didn't actually pick, I didn't actually get to draft a player until the 29th guy. I draft the first guy I drafted, kicker Blair Walsh for a dollar.
4: Dude, Kevin, I was. Who nominated Blair Walsh?
2: I was. I did. I was pumped I up. I thought Kevin was. <laughs> I thought Kevin was going to have to convert like half of his salary cap to Bitcoin because he was going to be left over with a hundred bucks.
0: But that no. Re- it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then I ended up being the guy who made who picked up who. I ended up with a great fucking roster because here's the thing: the next pick Says that I got, me. I got Kelvin Benjamin. Now I overpaid by three bucks on the projection. I paid eighteen bucks for Kelvin Benjamin. The next pick I got, I got Cam Newton for thirty-one which was both under the average cost that he was going on other drafts and the average projected price. Well, that's so I got him for Steel. That's and then enough. the next guy I got was Tom Brady for $9. fucking So basically half this podcast is going to be
3: rooting for Cam Newton this year? Yeah,
0: no. Yeah. Well, that's no, I mean, that's yeah, disgusting. That, that's enough of, the fa- that's enough <laughs> Ralph of all. Ralph also spent—hang on, wait a minute, wait. No, that's Ralph enough, also that's spent, enough. People Ralph cannot- spent 30 Ralph spent twenty six dollars on Jarvis Landry. Hang on, I'm going to look up Ralph's team here. He spent twenty six dollars <laughs> on Jarvis Landry, yeah. twenty eight dollars on Ty Hilton. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Where the hell's thirty eight dollar forecast?
2: Yeah, my my team is is bad financial decisions.
0: My team. Jay Jay. Cutler, my team. Jay
2: Cutler for a dollar. Christian Michaels for like seven dollars.
0: Uh, twenty six bad, bad decisions. We get. Who's the guy that? Who's the guy that just? Man, when he made that payment, we all looked at you and were like, "You're officially off the hook."
2: I forget, but people don't care. They, pe- fantasy. We've, we've done. We've done. Like wait, like five minutes too long. Uh, we got. We have a ton of Twitter questions. Kevin, is this is from Boat Lawyer? Is it wrong to put FEMA relief money on the Saints under seven wins? Personally, I think it's wrong not to.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, listen, listen. Everybody, ma- everybody's making a big deal about there's never been less than seven and nine in the Peyton era. There's never been less than nine and seven pay- P- Peyton era. Listen, they're going to be less than seven and nine for the first time in the Sean Payton era. If if, if listen six You're putting it down. I'm I'm putting it down for six. Are we doing our predictions next week?
2: Next week, next week. Mm-hmm. So, K- Andrew, this is a good question. This is from Alfredo. Uh. Is there a rescue shelter for offensive linemen where Sean and Mickey can go adopt a few?
3: <laughs> yes, obviously. Cause that's where Kalief Barnes was hanging out.
2: <laughs> oh, Dave, this is they from Scoops. I picked S- him up today. This is from Scoops. Are they leaving the lights off in the dome specifically so fans don't need to bring paper bags this year?
4: <laughs> we didn't talk about the new video screens, too, which were, new, pretty, pretty, were pretty pretty cool. Pretty big, pretty they sweet. They were cool. Yeah surprising uh man these questions are like full on i mean i i, I get it but man saints twitter is at an all-time low yeah I this feel is like, from right? monadula saints... did you see the stuff that was on canal street chronicles today it was like one after the other just the like... comments oh. well no the articles all, all oh. the writers on yeah. cdsc they were like uh this team's terrible here's why they're terrible
2: this is from uh this is from Montadula. Should the Saints sign Jeff Schwartz only because of all the jokes? Yes. You need to that. Should the Saints... Uh, what sad team picks up penalty monger Browner? Fingers crossed, Falcons. That's from Silver Air.
4: Nobody. He could, be, he could be done. Oh, he's, he's d- done. he be done. Uh, he's done.
2: <laughs> Andrew, have the position changes ruined Pete, or is he just a scouting miss? Uh,
3: I think it's more... The latter, but, I mean, I will say, he, I think it's fair to say he's still a guy in development. Like, I, I know that we're in a, in a climate now in the NFL where you expect a player to produce immediately, and if he doesn't, you know, fans, coaches, organizations, very quick to write them off. I don't think that's fair. I mean, I think we need to remember how German Bushrod... Stinchcomb, Zach Streif, all offensive linemen, they they took time to progress and eventually to be Pro Bowl quality players. The same, you know, it just doesn't happen in year streets. one. Right. It's, they weren't desperate to start them in year one. And so, um, you know, I, I worry that Pete is going to be labeled a bust and we're going to assume he's terrible when really he just needs a couple years to get it. And yeah. that's all those guys I just listed, they needed two or three years yeah. to get
4: it this and Were those other guys first round draft picks no.
3: they weren't no um so that's fair <laughs> i think you expect your first round of the lights to come on a little sooner but look i mean look at some of the guys that have been picked and i mean the kansas city guy um you know kyle long you know was good okay his first year and then was an animal in year two and three so you know, guys make big jumps and I think with Andres Pete in particular, like he was just hurt so much last year, he just didn't get to see a yeah. lot of
4: playing time.
2: This is from Chris, Kevin.
4: Wait, 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 wait. Two things. First of all, Kevin, you're not texting whoever you think you're texting. And <laughs> second of all, second of all.
0: Um, oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it.
4: Second of all. Back to the Browner thing, you know, people are all happy and excited about Brent Browner getting cut from the Seahawks, and they like Th- think it's great news and karma. But really, it,
2: you wanted to him me. It's like it. you wanted him well, to, playing. To,
4: you know? Well, no, but no, no, no. Well, yeah, maybe, but no. To me, it's like he's just another goddamn example of the Saints overpaying <laughs> for somebody who they poorly, whose character and talent they poorly evaluated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So,
2: Kevin, this is a question for you, and this is from uh, That Patron Saint. Who had better footwork, A, Pete, or the little fat shit that got stuck in the tube in Willy Wonka? Rip Gene Wilder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rip Gene. How about R-I-P? Jesus Christ, Ralph. Yeah. Uh, at least you didn't try and pronounce it all as one name. Yeah. Uh, Rip in pieces. Rip, Rip Gene Alder yeah, that's a name. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Augustus Gloop. Augustus, Gloop. Good hey, name. hey, what's Augustus? I tell you what, that might be a good line. You put Augustus Gloop in there, <laughs> and you put the gal with the gum who blew up to the size of a giant blueberry.
4: Yeah, Veruca Salt.
0: Can... Was that Veruca Salt? No, no, no. Veruca Salt was the one that got dropped through the uh, the golden goose shoot. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Um,
4: I only remember Veruca Salt's name because of the 90s band. Gene Wilder,
2: yeah. Gene Wilder and uh was in Blazing Saddles is phenomenal. Just it's one of my I own. liked
4: I liked Hear No Evil, See No Evil personally.
2: Uh Silver Streak is good too. Um
4: Was it Violet Beauregard? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh I think that's it uh for questions. Um
3: I know. I know you just blew through one of Sir Gumbo's. I know you did. I, uh, this is, is. Is there some <laughs> sort?
2: Of, is there some sort of injury, Andrew? Is there some sort of injury? Drinks, uh, parting ways with the Saints. Bentley, Gillette, Watson. I mean, it's true.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's something there, but then you've got Malcolm Jenkins and Sproles. I guess you're exempt from it if you go to Philadelphia. Uh, that's
4: the caveat. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins is
2: like the only really saint that's left that we're like, oh.
3: Ninkovich. Uh,
2: Yeah, but I mean, like, recently. Ninkovic is like going on a decade, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, Patrick Robinson was okay last year for the Chargers.
2: If they had let an offensive lineman go that was playing well, um, people would be losing their mind. Um, this is from Sir Gumbo. If Grayson gets cut, does it piss you off knowing we could have drafted another shitty guard?
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> mm. No, man, but we had to draft that guy from Tulane. <laughs> just... Wait, which oh. guy? From,
4: which guy from Tulane? Wasn't
0: Grayson the guy from Tulane?
4: No, that's Griffin, you fuckface. Oh, Ryan this, Griffin.
2: <laughs> Dave, how how bad is your pass rush that you'll trade for a third string defensive end? This this is close to not giving a fuck. Uh,
4: he's a third string defensive end on the Dolphins who have a pretty good defensive line. He's maybe like second string uh, for us, even a <laughs> starter. <laughs>
2: Sad but true. Sad but true. Um. So that's all. Oh, oh,
3: the one thing I was going to say earlier that I forgot to mention is, you know, the pass rush. You know, we're we're blasting it based on a god awful performance, and it really was bad against the Steelers. But you know, let's not forget, Etabali had two sacks in the first game, and Nick yeah. Fairley went game busters in the second game. I mean, we've at least seen some things some with things, pass rush. we've we,
4: we, we seen, right. seen some things, all
3: right. I'm just saying, <laughs> pass rush things. hasn't been Stranger a colossal things. failure week to week. The offensive line has. <laughs> we've yeah, that's we see I just I don't like I don't like roping in pass rush with offensive line. You 2016 continue. Saints optimism.
2: <laughs> we've seen some things.
0: For, yeah. for that you should totally <laughs> drop in the music for Stranger Things here.
2: Uh, Kevin, I just hope <laughs> this records. That's where uh, I'm
0: at
3: right now. Is Ryan Griffin still in the league? By the way, yeah,
0: he's on Tampa Bay. Oh
3: wow. Is he their? Oh, I guess he's behind Mike Glennon. He's their third uh, string. Wow. Yeah, he
0: fetches the Gatorade for everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So we've seen
4: some things, folks. So we've
2: seen some things. So that wraps it up. You can <laughs> you can go uh, to an Alexi Chronicle and find this podcast. You can go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got 53 man roster. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, Kevin and me are on the Twitters. Dave is not on the Twitters because you, you don't
4: do- – I'm actually on OK Cupid Tinder now.
3: <laughs> so um, for can, – Can't can we find you on at Campus Connections? Yes.
4: Uh, you can find me at Tulane Shop.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> go to Saints Nation.
4: Roll a wave.
2: Uh,
0: Find us on. Find them on Insta. Find Campus Connection on Instagram and troll When is, them when time is, time.
3: When is Tulane's first game, Dave? Thursday, Thursday? against Wake Forest. Yeah. Oh, that,
0: it'll be a barn uh,
3: burner. Is winner. Is winner.
4: That will
3: supposed get- to be a W or no?
4: Uh, hey, look, I don't think anything's guaranteed right now. <laughs> we got a spread on this game. So, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. Wake Forest is uh, favored by like 16 or something. Oh, my Ooh, God. Here we go.
0: Who wins more games? Who wins more games this season, the Saints or Tulane? Dude, it oh, better be. The, oh, boy.
2: Oh, oh, boy, boy. It better, it better be the Saints. I mean, I would say the question would be do the Saints at least win double the amount of games that Tulane does? Because you figure Tulane. I mean,
4: Tulane might win like three games this year, right, Dave? So. Uh, they could go. They They could. It could be anywhere between like two games and. In three it's Seven or eight. What? They they could. Who knows, man? This this new coach. Totally different. Totally different team. Tulane is here. where
2: coaches go to die.
4: All right. Well, <laughs> LSU, this, this will this will this will Wisconsin. prove it because this this will definitely prove it because Willie Fritz has has built a winning program at every single stop he's ever been. For, like, over 20 years, he's taken teams that have been terrible and he's made them winners. Sally, so what was
2: Tulane to win Conference USA? It Was was it 500-1? to one? It was 500-1 to,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to win. Wait,
4: for, they're not in Conference USA anymore. Or American <laughs> Conference <laughs> mean, or whatever. The now. American Athletic? Yeah, I, I, look, I get it. I totally get it. But, you know, you never know. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. It, it, but if Tulane isn't a better football team in three years... Then you can, I would say that you're allowed to say that Tulane is where football coaches go to die. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew, I'm well,
4: hold, rob- hold on, hold on. LSU, Wisconsin,
3: what's your pick?
2: LSU better, oh, by- yeah, LSU. LSU. LSU better win by a couple of touchdowns. What's
3: the spread?
2: 10. It's 10.5. Ten
3: you think they're covering?
2: They're covering. Okay. So, uh, so that wraps it up. Hopefully the back half recorded. Uh, so for Dave, for Kevin, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Until next week, The bar is closed.
0: World of Pure Imagination!